Hello, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Versecast, the Star Citizen podcast. My name is John Abraham. I am Caleb. And I am Gleep. This is episode 12 of the Versecast, and today is December 16th, 2014. We got hobbits, 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 and I swear to God, North Korea must have hacked my hangar. But first, <laughs> guess what, guys? We got another new member. What? Yeah. No way. Yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this week, we would like to welcome Yates to our group. Uh, thank you, Yates, for applying, and we're looking forward to playing with you. Yates. Yeah. <laughs> Yates. Excellent. Excellent. And uh, listener emails, we got a response from Yellow Stag, who had sent us the email asking for John's advice about some PC parts for his Christmas list. And uh, he sent an email uh, responding to that and saying uh, thanks very much for discussing it and that it was useful information. And I would like to uh, pass along something else he included, which is a link to a Six Degrees of Freedom joystick that a uh, Star Citizen backer is working on, and I'll post a link in the show notes, but it's a really cool-looking device, and it, 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 look, it makes it look really, really simple. It kind of does... Um, uh, you can lift the stick up or push the stick down to go up or down. I guess that would be the Z axis. Is that the Z? No, that's the Y axis. That's the Y. Yeah, that's the Y axis. And then, um, uh, of course, the other one, forward, back, left, right, do uh, as you would expect, but it, it seems like it's so simple. I I can't understand why we don't already have uh, something like that available to us. But uh, check it out. It's a, it's a it's a pretty cool uh, looking device, and uh, um, maybe uh, Star Citizen, uh, maybe the the folks at CIG will take that into consideration when they are designing their HOTUS setup, which I guess is is actually a thing that's going to happen. Um, it seems like from the poll that there's enough interest that they're going to allocate some resources to that. So Yeah, which is no surprise. I mean, anybody that's into space sims is going to, or a, any flight simulator is going to vote for HODAS over a keyboard and mouse. Yeah, yeah. I was just sort of surprised that people wanted Star Citizen or CIG to allocate resources to it. You know, why wouldn't they uh, just say, no, Thrustmaster does a, a good enough job? Um, but Was that an option? No. Or did it seem like all of the options were something that CIG was going to do? You know, that's a good question here. Let's see if I can pop it up on the... Uh... There was some sort of question that had to do with, would you be interested, I thought. Yeah. I forget wh- where that was. I, I don't think there was a uh, shut up and get back to work on the game option. <laughs> um, but you know what? We'll look that up for next week. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure they've talked about um, doing something like that for a while, though. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't, I think like we discussed last time, it doesn't bother me that they're, that they're doing that. Uh, it seems like right. with all the money they've raised, you know, they could easily allocate enough, some funds to a, a small team of folks that have uh, experience in this, you know, area, and uh, and probably even make some more money on it too, assuming that they can get people to pay more than the, what, what it, people wanted to pay. What nineteen ninety five or something like that? Yeah, yeah. So assuming they can get people to pay uh, a little bit uh, more for the finished product, you know, it could actually turn out to be a money maker too. Yep. 
Looking at the poll, it says the only question that's close to that is, are you planning to upgrade your peripheral before Star Citizen launches? So, oh. not quite. Yeah, so it's not, not really an option. Thing. Yeah. What what did a uh, what uh, option one in there? What was that? Sixty-eight percent. Yes. Okay. Well. Yeah. So uh, it seems like we got a Hodus on the way. Yeah. So. All right, excellent. Um, and then last week we were talking about John and I were talking about the Oculus uh, video card requirements, and and I looked that up, and it turns out that it does uh, require uh, seventy five frames per second or higher. Uh, oh wow! Yeah. Um, so, well, this, the full list of specs is that you need a desktop computer running a dedicated graphics card with DV, DVI-D or HDMI graphics output. Uh, compatibility of running current generation 3D games at 1080p resolution and 75 frames per second or higher. So it's it's a, a pretty beefy um, uh, requirement, I guess. There. Cause, yeah, that's pretty demanding. Yeah, you because know, what does your does your um, uh, latest generation um, GeForce card do 75? Oh, it'll go. It, I mean. It'll go as high as it can. It just depends on what you set the game at. Like, oh, okay. it'll run Minecraft at, like, 500 frames per second. But if you go into Crisis, it's only going to run it at around 60. Depending oh. on what setting you set it on. Like, if you set it at max, it might not even hit 60. But if you set it at low, it might go to 120. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so you don't you don't throttle it at a specific level you just set a no i have mine at performance like okay. everything as high as it can go oh okay yeah i don't i don't have any idea if my card will do that so i may have to look at upgrading but yeah uh, 75 like staying above 75 at 1080p is still pretty challenging you'll have to have a pretty beefy card for that if you're going to want to run everything at like max or high settings okay so that's pretty cool um looking forward to that still uh, haven't seen any more information about when they're actually going to release the consumer edition of uh the rift have you guys seen anything no no i think it's supposed to be next year but who really knows i don't even think they've said that the latest uh dev version is like the last one. We're going to say it's coming out when Star Citizen is coming out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I, well, you know, uh, John Carmack uh, is working on it, you know, the guy who uh, wrote the uh, original Doom. And, uh, yeah. you know, id Software was famous for it'll be out when it's done. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, well, they were also acquired by Facebook, which means they have more money maybe that'll speed it up or something i don't know yeah yeah it's, well you know i mean facebook buys so many companies you know it, it's kind of like you know it's i don't think that they bought this with the idea of uh we want to uh get them to crank it out sooner than later so we can make a quick return on our investment i think that they're kind of looking at that as a, a long-term um infotainment or not infotainment uh, media entertainment uh, uh, vehicle you know yeah so it's um, yeah they'll probably come out with like they'll probably come out with like the hardcore model for us gamers mm -hmm. and then like a social version 
that like makes your Facebook notifications pop up while you're playing Farmville or something. Yeah, well, Farmville 3D. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, have you seen? Um, they're already producing concerts in 3D. I know Paul McCartney did a concert in 3D. Oh wow! Uh, or not in 3D, but or in VR, I guess is what you would uh-huh. say. And yeah, so you could look around while you're watching. Exactly, exactly. And uh, you know, Samsung they have the um, the setup with the VR gear, I think it's called, which has Oculus technology in it that allows you to do some uh, Android games. Uh, you could you take your Galaxy, I think it's Galaxy Note Four. Note Four, yeah, yeah, and and hook it to this goggle thing, and it turns your phone into a, a, a VR goggle set, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, I think Interstellar, uh, the movie that just came out, mm-hmm. um, they had like an Oculus demo. It was like a commercial they had with like people in a mall wearing oculus and they they like showed the trailer or a clip from the movie mm-hmm. in like this oculus thing where you could like move your head around and like see the scenes of the movie through the oculus that's awesome and yeah i think that'd be cool if you could watch like an imax movie with an oculus and like look at what you wanted to look at instead of you know it just being solitary i think that'd be pretty cool yeah, yeah, that's. Um, I, I went and saw the uh, the new uh, Hobbit movie last night, and uh, uh, it would have been very cool to have something like that to 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 see that. Um, actually, I, we saw all three of them in in, uh, in one sitting, so that was wow. <laughs> yeah, nice man. Yeah, yeah, my so, butt is sore. <laughs> did that movie come out today? Yeah, it, it opens nationwide today, but they had in IMAX theaters around the country. They had a special. Uh, screening thing where you could buy a ticket to see all three movies in one sitting, <laughs> and uh, so it was it was sold out. Where uh, here uh, here in uh, Central wow. California, yeah. So it was uh, it was pretty cool. I, I recommend it. It's um, nice. did you like it, it? Yeah. Are you guys? Uh, did you see the first two? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Which which one did you like, or which uh, which did you think was was better of the two? Um, I think I enjoyed the first one more, but both of those movies are a little disappointing to me compared to the book and um, the previous Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, but I still enjoyed them. Yeah, I think this is the uh, is as good as the first one, and possibly the best one of the three. Oh, okay. Um, so I definitely uh, would would recommend it um, to check it out. Cool. Yeah. Um, and then last week we were talking about, uh, there was a rumor that I had heard that, uh, the must, there was gonna be a Mustang commercial released on this coming Friday. Um, and also that, uh, Arena Commander version 1.0 would be released on Friday. And I was not able to get corroboration on that. Um, in Reverse the Verse, uh, episode 27, uh, ben Lesnick said that uh, someone in the chat asked for a, a hard date, and he said we're just we're not doing that anymore. We learned our lesson. Um, but there is going to be a live streaming event or live stream event on Friday from beginning at 10 a.m. California time. Uh, that's going to go for four hours, and uh, it's unclear what's going to be in, involved in that. So there's going to be. We know that there's going to be something called a flash sale. Uh, what that sale is going to 
involved uh, I don't think has been officially released yet and there is a rumor that there will be uh, staff dogfighting competitions uh, including Ben uh, Ben Lesnick battling Sandy Gardner so you know, Ooh. yeah you want to see that yeah <laughs> my money's on Ben <laughs> <laughs> So um, not able to get any information on uh, those two, but uh, we also were talking about the Aurora variants being playable in version 1.0, and I did find confirmation of that in Reverse the Verse episode 26, um, and also that Auroras would be tradable straight up for Mustangs. That was also confirmed in uh, Reverse oh, nice. the Verse 26. So. Uh, some pretty cool stuff there. Oh, and Caleb, just for you, um, I found uh, uh, some uh, information about pets. You had <laughs> asked if, if we were going to be able to have our pets fight for us, and uh, right. sadly, no, they won't fight for us, but there is actually going to be a gameplay reason for having them. So, uh, And that was also in the uh, Reverse the Verse show. Do you guys ever watch that show? It's on Twitch? I haven't. No. no. No, it's, you know, I, I was aware that it was out there, but I never really uh, um, uh, watched it before. Uh, but um, because it comes, they do, I guess they record it right after Around the Verse. The, they go in, into, a, uh, into a sort of like a back office. It's kind of weird. It's like in somebody's basement or something, and they just set up a <laughs> bunch of webcams, and uh, they watch uh, the, the Twitch chat, and they uh, answer questions. You know, it's actually... Is it cool. live? Uh, yeah, they well, they, it's live, but then they also uh, uh, you can see the previous episodes of it. Okay, they archive it. Okay. You know what? I'll add a, a link to uh, the um, uh, to their page uh, on Twitch so you can check it out. It's yeah, it's pretty uh, it's interesting stuff, and it's also kind of fun. It, they these people seem to obviously like each other, so it's kind of fun in that <laughs> in that regard too. You know, it's it's not yeah. like the, it's not like it doesn't seem like they're all forced to be there. Yeah. So it's um I think it's it's pretty cool. Um all right guys, well um I have a confession to make. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um since last time we recorded, I um I <laughs> melt, melted some ships. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, and I and I got some new ships. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> Well, uh, net net, I did. I spent no more real money, so um, I didn't. Oh. Uh, I, yeah, I didn't go crazy. I I, I melted stuff and got new stuff. Um, but I got really inspired by our our, um, our talk last week about the modularity uh, uh, function that we're going to get uh, we, as part of the. Uh, I think it was the sixty-five million dollar stretch goal. Yeah, and how they talked about being able to swap out different functions uh, easily between different ships, and so um, first off, I melted my freelancer. So freelance freelancer is gone, and uh, you know I've been like I've been saying for a while, uh, the exploration role really wasn't uh, floating my boat too much anymore. You know, I thought ah, it'll be fun, but. You know what I I got you guys uh, you know John you have a constellation so I can go exploring with you or um, yeah you know I just thinking it I just I wasn't as excited about it but you know it was like my first big boy ship so I was kind of a, a little bit sad but I didn't uh, I was <laughs> sad I was only sad for a minute um, and you know since they they mentioned that you're going to be able to trade up your aurora or trade your aurora straight up for a mustang, I figured I might as well just go ahead and, and melt my aurora because you know why would I want to do that? <laughs> uh, 
Um, uh, but like you said before, John, the um, uh, it's it's just not that exciting of a ship, you know. And the and the the best reason I could I could uh, come up with for keeping it was just to have something to fly when my other ships were broken or stolen or missing or or whatever. So I thought, you know what, if I want to raise some cash, I'm gonna I'm gonna use this ship. Yeah, I mean, the only reason I'm keeping mine is because I have LTI on it. Yeah, I didn't have that for mine. And I wonder if I can trade for the Mustang and keep LTI. I feel like no. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. That's a good question. I guess we'll we'll find out uh, when they when that drops. Yeah. Um, and one more. I melted my 350R. And, oh. Uh, yeah, and that one hurt a little bit. Um, I... I, I I pressed the cancel button at least at least twice before I <laughs> I finally hit confirm and um, but you know I, I had I have the the M50 and so I you know and when it sort of push comes to shove I like the M50 better I like the way yeah. it handles better it's not as fast it's it's um, I think like 10 meters per second slower or 20 meters per second slower top speed. Um, but it, it handles, it, it's easier for me to, it handles better for me or the, my level of ability. And um, I, I, you know, I want to participate in the racing, so I wanted to keep a racing ship, but I want to do other stuff too. So that's kind of what uh, motivated me to, um, to make some changes. And so mm-hmm. those are the three I got rid of. And so what I did is, you know, I, again, I was sort of motivated by the, um, modularity the enhanced ship modularity conversation but i also i'm looking forward to playing uh more arena commander when uh, version one drops with the uh the new lobby system and so i you know i have the m50 which works good for the murray cup racing and probably it'll work pretty good for capture the core but i I felt like it wasn't going to be i know some people use it for dogfighting, but i was thinking it wasn't going to be a very good solution for that um, so I, um, I got a Hornet. All right. Oh. Yeah. 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 It, and it's, it's just the base model. It's, it's not really fancy or anything, but, um, you know, it's mine. And, uh, uh, but I was thinking, you know, once the, the PU launches, um, you know, do I want to upgrade it to one of the variants? Because, you know, for 15 bucks, you can upgrade it to the Ghost. Um, or for I think it's twenty bucks, or maybe maybe twenty five, you can upgrade it uh, to the tracker. And so I don't know if you guys have an opinion about what might be a better uh, a better variant, or if the listeners have an opinion about what the better variant for the Hornet is, um, or should I just leave it the way it is? You know, I don't know. Well, based on looks alone, I would go with the Ghost because <laughs> that thing is pretty sick. Isn't that cool looking? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, I, that that was my thought too. It's like it, because I know that you know it's you're going to be able to outfit um, in Arena Commander. You're going to be able to outfit your ships to do um, you know with different guns and stuff like that. So I'm not really concerned about uh, if the Ghost is an infiltration ship. Maybe it has uh, lighter weaponry. Maybe you'll be able to adjust that within Arena Commander. But so. I don't know if, if it makes sense to upgrade to a variant for play outside the PU and not worry about Arena Commander, or if I'm just better uh, leaving it the way that it is and and uh, playing it uh, that way, both in and out. But yeah, I don't know. That's that, that's a, that's a little ways off, so got time. But if uh, any of the listeners have a uh, an opinion about what they think is uh, the best choice, you know, send us an email, theversecast at gmail.com, and uh, we'll be happy to discuss it more. 
Um, okay, so um, I got one other ship. And you guys got any guesses? <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. It, it was because of the enhanced ship modularity. Um, that really sort of uh, swayed me when I went back and reread that that portion of the letter uh, from the chairman. And uh, I like the basic purpose of this ship and uh, the uh, the ability to modify it a little bit uh, really sealed the deal. Caterpillar. No. <laughs> not I, was thinking, guess that. I was thinking, is that even available? Um, you know, I think it was it was available as part of the anniversary sale, but right, it's not available it's no, not available now. Not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. I I played a, a similar ship in the original planet side and I really enjoyed it. Um, Redeemer. Yep. That's right. Nice. Oh my gosh, no way. <laughs> yep, yep. I got the Redeemer. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, I was I went back and watched the FPS demo, or I watched the first fifteen seconds of the FPS demo, <laughs> yeah. like about like about twenty times. And I'm like, going, oh god, that looks so cool. <laughs> and you know, it's I you know I I like the idea of a of a search and rescue ship, and I, you know, the Cutlass Red is is going to be I think a good ship for search and rescue in uh, situations where you don't have a whole lot of battle going on. But the Redeemer, you know, if you're able to swap out one of the modules and put, uh, you know, like a healing bay in there, um, I think that it will be, not only would you be able to use it as a dropship to take troops into uh, a hot zone, but you would also be able to um, uh, take uh, injured uh, uh, troops back out and either heal them on board and get them back in it right away or um, have a, a more powerful way to get them to um, a hospital ship or something like that. Yeah. So, you know, I was thinking, and I thought, you know, for our group, I thought, it, you know, it would be good, good for us to have um, a, a troop ship, you know, to, uh, to uh, go uh, into FPS, uh, you know, like boarding, I guess, boarding battles or, or however that's going to work in uh, 2.0. Hmm. So um, anyway, that was uh, that was the rationale that I used for getting that. We actually had a post on uh, the Heroes Tavern forums from Spaz. Uh-huh. Uh He uh, he was kind of uh, googly eyeing the the Redeemer. <laughs> so uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know that ship. It's kind of weird, but well, I like it. I mean, like those engines are so cool. The sort of lobster claw. Yeah. Yeah. Like when they fire up, like we didn't know that's what they were gonna look like until the FPS module. Yeah. And at first, I was like, "That's just kind of weird." But then when when I saw it, I was like, "Damn, that is really cool." Yeah, it's the more I look at it, it's kind of like you say, it's kind of a weird looking ship. It's it's kind of um, kind of homely looking, you know. It's it's yeah. it's, it's not just butt ugly like the Drake Herald, <laughs> which is another <laughs> ship I love. But it's uh, but it's just kind of homely, just sort of you know like aw, you know. <laughs> kind of looks like a bird. It's got that you know fin on the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just it's 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 not a pretty ship, but it's just you know it's just badass, man. You know, yeah. It's, it's got and it's got the turret underneath the in the belly, you know. For mm-hmm. it's got a, tur- a turret, a mandible turret on top, and a mandible turret uh, in the belly. And yeah. 
You know what? I'll um I'll go inside and take a few uh, pictures and uh, post it on the Heroes Tavern, um, so you guys can see what the inside of it looks like. Um, it's 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 pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Nice. Uh, all right. Um. So uh, anyway, so I whoo I feel better. You know I've been I've been I've been keeping that uh, <laughs> keeping that uh it's been weighing me down, man. I had to get that off my chest. So, all right. Um, so, not a whole lot of official stuff this week coming out of, of CIG. We did get an update. We got version 0.9.2.2, and that dropped on the 10th. And uh, it uh, included the uh, gladiator. Made, it made the gladiator hangar ready. And so, like, if you had a gladiator, then uh, if you had purchased a gladiator before, because when that dropped, uh, the gladiator was not available for sale. Um, but if you had purchased one during the anniversary sale, then it would show up in your hangar. And it's a pretty cool-looking ship. What do you guys think about it? Yeah, I was actually a little bit tempted by it, but I, I'm going to stick with my multi-crew. Well, I guess the... Is the Gladiator two-person? Yes. I just wanted something a little bigger, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it would be a fun... Um, um, you know, and I was, of course, in a buying frenzy. So, I mean, I was trying to think of a reason why I absolutely had to have this ship. Uh, <laughs> but it, um, I think you, you kind of have to have a, um, a capital ship to, to land it on, right? I mean, it's and, until we have planet-side stuff, you're going to have to... Because I, I think once you drop your bombs, you have to go back to wherever it is that you came from to uh, rearm, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, so um, so that was pretty cool. But then they did uh, put it on sale on the 13th. And uh, it's $180 if you buy it as a package and 165 for the standalone ship. And I think it, it's just a... There are aspects of it that... Because it's, um, it's, it's an anvil ship, isn't it? Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, there, there, there are aspects of it that I wish they would kind of incorporate into the Hornet, you know? Because the, the Hornet is... But, the, you know, the Hornet, again, is, you know, just kind of that... It's not a really pretty ship, but it's got its own kind of style, so... Yeah. Well, it definitely looks like an anvil. Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's um, so, anyway, that's um, that's there. And also, in uh, that patch, we got a, a holiday wreath, which, at the time that they launched the patch, was invisible, which, you know, is the best kind of holiday wreath. <laughs> One can't, you can't see, but I guess they've got it fixed. Uh, you have to... You have to log in and do something, and then log back out, and then log back in again. It's um, it's uh, there's a whole process you have to. I still have no fish, so I, I, <laughs> we're even, I do not. <laughs> we're not even gonna try. For the no, race. no. I'm I'm guessing maybe my fish are with my invisible holiday reef, so <laughs> yeah, um, it's got to be in there somewhere. But um, and then they also added um, the drunk effect. To for the liquor cabinet, which I have not tried out uh, yet, and you know, since it is the holidays, I'm thinking I need to get in there and do that, especially, <laughs> especially because nothing says holidays like drinking alone, you know. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that uh, that is kind of not a whole lot of, like I say, not a whole lot of stuff. So that's kind of all we had. Uh, did you guys see anything uh, official on the on the the website that uh, you thought might be interesting? No, it's been kind of slow the last week or so. Did you guys by any chance uh, give uh, 10 for the Producers a listen to? I did not. No. 
Yeah, you know what? I'm uh, I'm kind of sorry now. I didn't. I mean, it's like I don't know why, but I I looked at that and I sort of read it like ten from the writers, which you know just doesn't interest me that much. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm wondering maybe there might have been some interesting information in there. So I'll go check it out. Maybe uh, maybe next time we can see if there's something uh, something in there. I mean, I was also kind of angry because it it had appeared for a moment that they were replacing ten for the chairman with ten for the producers. Yeah, I was kind of confused by that too. Yeah, and which um, I was not, I was not okay with. I need my Chris Roberts fix. Yeah, it was kind of funny because they just took like the ten for the chairman intro, and mm-hmm. just like covered over the chairman part with like some plain text that said producers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's how rumors get started, man. You don't want to do that. <laughs> All right. Well, and speaking of 10 for the Chairman, uh, 10 for the Chairman episode 48 came out yesterday, and um, there was some cool information in there. Uh, it turns out uh, that, uh, and Chris said this at the top of the show before he went to the questions, that CIG is going to be partnering with the Imaginarium Studios for their mocap stuff. And um, I had not heard of this company before, but what sort of piqued my interest is that uh, one of the guys that runs Imaginarium is Andy Serkis, uh, the guy that played Gollum in The Lord of the yeah. Rings. And I think he was Caesar in the Planet of the Apes movies. He was. If, if you saw that. So um, it's looking like they're... they're uh, and what Chris said was that you know they, they have the capability to do some mocap stuff, but for the higher definition or higher fidelity mocap stuff, they're going to enlist uh, these guys' help. So I think that's, that's very cool. That's great because... Andy Circus is like a pioneer in mocapping. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think that's... If you're going to get that, you know, sort of cinematic, you know, Peter Jackson cinematic quality mocap, I mean, that's going to be... Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw the most recent um, Planet of the Apes, but yeah. the effects in that movie were incredible. Yeah. There were scenes where the apes literally looked real. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought maybe it was a real ape, but then I I tried to search and see if they used any real apes in that movie, and it kind of looks like they didn't. And so I'm kind of concerned that they're getting to the point where I can't tell if something's CG or not. <laughs> That's right. Machines are taking over, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I... <laughs> uh. Okay, well, there were, and there were a couple of good questions in there, too. So I um, uh, have a couple here, and of course I am paraphrasing, as I want to do. Uh, Random Task asked if we will be able to MacGyver stuff on our ships to help us defeat our enemies. And uh, are, do you guys know what MacGyvering is? Oh, yes. Yeah. You do? Okay. God. <laughs> Sometimes I feel really old. Anyway, um, and Chris said, no, not really, but uh, through the... Uh, the ship modularity, um, or through the modularity in the in the ships, as as they propose doing, the ships are going to be very uh, configurable. So, um, I think kind of what the guy was was looking for um, was, are we going to be able to, you know, redirect circuitry to do um, something? Um, but it it appears like that's not going to be the case. Um, so. Um, but anyway, I think I think that it, it again kind of goes back to what they're planning to do with the um, uh, the uh, level of configuration in the ship, so that you'll be able to maybe not improvise to that degree, but you will be able to improvise in the way that you set your ship up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Julian Delficky 
asked, uh, what will happen? <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. realized what that name is. What is do, it? Do you guys recognize that name? No. no. That's from um, the Ender's Game series. I'm trying to remember exactly who that is. I'm pretty oh. sure that's Bean, who is basically Ender except younger. Um, oh. In a later, you know, well, he's in the Ender's Game book, I guess, but he's the focus um, in the f- four books that are after the four Ender books. Anyway, did you read those books? I listened to the audiobooks of the eight that I had. There's even more than that now, but yeah. I just saw the movie. The book is way better, but it's yeah, that's what I hear. It's mainly because. Um, well, there's kind of two big, two big factors. One is that the story is about young children, and it's hard to get, you know, good actors that are young children. <laughs> right. And the other mm-hmm. part is that a lot of it is th- his thoughts. He's not a talkative character, so it's hard to make oh, a movie yeah. about a n- not talkative character that doesn't really have friends. <laughs> so there's yeah. not like a buddy system where he can talk to somebody and, oh, I was thinking about this, you know. So it was a challenge, but. Or they could just do the, like the echoey voice, like talking in his head, like, like throughout thinking, the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, do, do in that movie there was a like a zero g battle arena? Yeah. Do, what was that called? Um, the battle room, I think. Because there, I heard uh, somewhere else that there, there, and I think there's a video on the website somewhere that. Um, that CIG is looking at something similar to that as um, part of the FPS module, that there will be a battle room like that for zero-G combat. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was when I, I saw it, because I had not seen the movie, and I saw the clip, and I thought, oh, my God, is this new footage? But then, you know, I, I realized that they were actually real people. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, they're not so good with kids as they are with monkeys yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and one random thing is that um, if you if you've read the book or if you've watched the movie, you wouldn't have this little tidbit because in the audiobooks he has a little section where he talks about the book afterwards, and he t- kind of talks about his background, talking about Orson Scott Card, the author, and mm-hmm. um, he did a lot of uh, is playwright the right term um, writing for yeah writing for plays, um, stage. Um, mm-hmm stage kind of stuff so mm-hmm. he actually says at the end of the audiobook that he thinks the best way to experience that story is audiobook because of his background in in his writings being spoken out loud so just a recommendation if you want what he thinks is the best um interpretation of his story it's through audiobook oh cool interesting cool i, I yeah, love audiobooks. that that uh book series is pretty good yeah I, I i've had a job where i was able to listen for hours at a time during the day. <laughs> so I actually listened to like all eight of them more than once. <laughs> oh, excellent. Nice. Excellent. Yeah, it was fun. Cool, cool. All right, well, um, Mr. Delficki asked, uh, what will happen if we fail to successfully navigate a jump point? Which I thought was a pretty cool question. And uh, what Chris said is that you could get spit out at some random place in space, or you could die, or both. You know, so. <laughs> So, you know, I, I had sort of thought it was going to be kind of like Elite Dangerous, where you you successfully, you jump, and then you always get, you know, where you're going. Um, 
it just it, it never fails. Uh, but it turns out that that's not going to be the case. And, and I think that that's actually very cool um, for, for me, um, especially with uh, my fleet of search and rescue ships, because that's going to be, a, it smells like a, a business opportunity for me. Yeah. You know, folks getting stuck out in the middle of nowhere and saying, help, help. So, um that's cool. Um, Rex asked, will comms officers be able to do cool stuff like hack and wiretap? And what Chris said is, yeah, they will. And how cool it is is going to be dependent upon how well your ship is equipped. You can't tell that I'm just really excited about this modularity thing. <laughs> uh, um, and so, um, again, and I'm thinking that this is going to be uh, possibly a... Um, a good opportunity for my information runner is uh, being able to, because I'm get uh, as I recall from the description, the Drake Herald becomes equipped with um, uh, some pretty high level com and uh, 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 encryption stuff. So uh, you should be able to um, uh, do some of that sort of gameplay with it. And then someone um, whose name, of course, is just really awesome, John Johns. Um, so. Uh, he said, will I be able to provide additional support for my ships from my ship to troops I've just dropped from my drop ship? And Chris said, yeah, that's a good idea, and they they, they should look at including it. Actually, Chris seemed like he really liked the idea, um, but it's not it's not going to be there at first. But I thought that it was kind of cool that if you you know you go you go into um, a battle and you drop the the uh, you're able to, to to go in and like land if you go back to the FPS demo if you go in and land if you were able to uh, use the ship as a mobile base to um, monitor the combat um, I thought that that would be um, a, a fun way to uh, sort of play that kind of uh, team game. And that's about all I got for um, for that. Um, oh, there was uh, reverse the verse, uh, the latest episode, which I think I already mentioned that we had a uh, we have a four hour live stream coming up on the nineteenth with a flash sale. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. And um, also in reverse the verse, uh, they in this latest episode uh, they asked if the cutlass is going to be included in Arena Commander version 1.0, and Ben Lesnick said yes that there's going to be a um, single seat uh, or a single locked seat version of the cutlass black uh, included for uh, people to play, and I'm hoping that that means that uh, Caleb, you and I will be able to uh, have access to that because we have a red and a blue. Right. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah, so um, it'll be cool to be able to check that. Because I want to see what that thing flies like. I mean, the the, um, uh, the commercial that they did where uh, the uh, lady pilot was battling the the um, the Vanduul uh, pilot, that was that looked very cool the way, like it was a very nimble ship. So I'm, I'm hoping yeah. to, to see if that's uh, actually the case. Um, I forget, do you have, did you buy a Herald? Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah. That I'm so tempted by that ship. It's so cool. It's like <laughs> the CIA ship. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and, and I guess they still haven't decided because you know there was the original concept art, which is the wallpaper on my computer, um, and then they had like a variant that I thought didn't look as good. And I guess they're still they're still trying to decide which variation is how it's going to actually look. And so I'm I'm kind of nervous that it's going to not be the the one that they were showing when I actually uh, pledged for it. Uh-huh. But, um, I don't know, maybe they'll do both. 
because I guess some people like the uh, the other way better. But they're wrong. They're just wrong. <laughs> um, and then, uh, oh, somebody, a clever person in uh, in chat asked if pets will come with LTI, <laughs> 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 which, which I thought was a cool question. And Ben said no. That uh, death of your space pet is a part of life in the universe. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> So uh, that made me sad. Um, and uh, then uh, the last thing I got out of that episode was that the, uh, the, next, the next concept sale won't be before the end of this year, but when it gets here, it's going to either be the Hull Sea or the Orion. So I know, John, you're excited about the Orion. Yeah. Yeah. I yes. don't even really know what it is, but <laughs> I want it. It's a mining ship. Is it though? Cause that I don't know what that concept art is or where it came from, but it doesn't look like a ship. I can't. I don't know what it is. Well, it's a platform, isn't that what they call it? The mining like, platform or something like that. Yeah. Like, how do you get it to where you need to go mining? Like, how do you get it on the surface of a planet? It must <laughs> be able to fly or something. Yeah, yeah. It you would be. You would think it could be both. I guess, right? Yeah. You know, a platform that you know, or just a ship that lands and functions as a platform. Man, if that's what it is, I don't care how much it costs. <laughs> <laughs> well, wouldn't it be cool if it did like some sort of transformer thing where it like yeah. fold, folded up into a ship and then when you got where you were going, it unfolded yeah. into a platform? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I will sell everything I own to get that. <laughs> That's the spirit. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, um, so we're keeping an eye out for that. Um, and in the unofficial stuff, uh, just for funsies, I uh, went out to the subscribers forum and I posted a question uh, for all the other subscribers and said, uh, what do you think we might get before year end? And because I was looking in to see if I could get confirmation on uh, Arena Commander and the Mustang commercial. And at that point, I, I um, or I guess actually I had just learned about the live stream event. So I, I, I said, uh, does anyone know what's up for the live stream event? Uh, and that I had heard a rumor that we would be getting a Mustang commercial and possibly AC uh, 1.0. Um, and But then I said in Reverse the Verse, uh, episode 27, it sounded like CIG was going to be shutting down for, the holiday, for a holiday break, which sort of made me think that they wouldn't release 1.0 because... Uh, you know, you wouldn't want to do a major release like that, and then everybody leaves. You know, because there's mm-hmm. gonna, there's going to be issues with it, I'm sure. Um, and so anyway, I just was interested in in what people thought. Maybe some some folks had uh, had heard a rumor or had some uh, inside skinny. And uh, a, a, a subscriber named Ian just posted a picture in response to my question, which I've got here in the notes. I don't know if you guys can see it. Um, yes. uh, of of a very adorable space pet, and I, <laughs> I will I will tweet that picture out for everybody to uh, to share along with us. But it's like if that's what space pets look like, I'm I'm going into the puppy mill business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just, it's just too cute. 
Um, uh, another uh, subscriber named Shrike, uh, and this is, these are his words, he theorycrafted uh, that the Retaliator would be announced as Hangar Ready and that we will get to watch the devs dogfight, thereby showing off some of the new Arena Commander content. So I think we have confirmation on the dogfighting, but um, I think the, re the subsequent responses sort of nixed the idea of the Retaliator being Hangar Ready. Um, uh, but I, I like the idea that we might be getting some new um, sneak peek at the uh, Arena Commander content. So I'm kind of I'm hoping I'm hoping for some new maps. You know, it's just it's it seems like you know we just got those two and uh, they're too small. Yeah, that's um, true. Didn't didn't I read something about them expanding it? And have either of you experienced that? No, they well yes they are they are going to expand it but they have to do a conversion of something and I don't know if it's the engine okay. I think it might be the entire engine uh, from 32 bit to 64 bit okay uh, and then but once they do that then the maps are going to be huge um, because it's not just like doubling the size it like I don't know if it's you know you get into exponents at that point and then I sure. get I I get dizzy so. So the, yeah, that's coming, but I don't. Uh, I have not heard any talk about when that's going to happen. Yeah, still new maps would be great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and you would have to think for Arena Commander they would launch something different, but you know, I don't know. Um, and then in response to the subject line of my question was, which <laughs> was, what do you think we might get before year end? Uh, another uh, subscriber named Dazzle said the answer is simple. Fired and maybe divorced. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's it's nice to see the dazzles in the holiday spirit. Um, Deathstroke said that we're going to get some things with a side of stuff, so that that's that's cool. Uh, uh, I like this subscriber's name, Harrison Skywalker. Um, he wants a mature game rating because he's uh, he's sick and tired of all these teen rated games. He wants he wants some gore and some sex. I think. Uh, yeah. And, and then we got a nutrition nutrition advice from uh, uh, Murray PhD who said we're going to get scurvy if we neglect to eat our citrus. Uh, Wilshire hey, what, said, "What are we talking about here?" Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, th see, I learned a valuable lesson when you when you post a question to the forums. These are the kinds of answers you get, <laughs> um, but they were fun. So uh, Wilshire said he'd be surprised if we didn't get Arena Commander version 1.1, given how hard. Uh, the developers have been pushing of late, and I think that that's there's something to that because um, both Ben and Chris made a point of saying, "Hey, we are working really, really hard to get this out to you as quick and possible, as quick as possible." Even in in yesterday's uh, ten from the chairman, or ten for the chairman, uh, Chris said, "You know, first off, we're working really hard on it. Um, he said we, we've we've run up against uh, a couple of bugs in the uh, lounge system, or not the." Uh, in the lobby system, and we're working hard to uh, to get past those. Um, but uh, fear not, we are we're working on it the best we can. So, um, and then my favorite response was dark from Dark Myth, who said, "Hopefully, we get that cake we were promised in Portal." <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, is a lie. Yeah, I know, it. I know. Um, so I guess the big takeaway is to tune in on Friday and and see what uh, what they have to say. So, speaking okay. of lobby systems. A lot of games are launching mm -hmm. with horrible online. Mm -hmm. So I got the most recent uh, GTA version, which was for the uh, latest generation consoles. Mm -hmm. um, 
had a horrible time getting online with that uh, or getting into games. Um, I got the Master Chief Collection. That lobby system is completely broken. I think they've tried to patch it. I think it's probably probably working by now, but I haven't jumped back in to try it. Um, but for like at least two weeks after launch, that was just not working at all. Um, and then Drive Club, a new exclusive on PS4, had horrible online issues as well. And I don't think that's even completely fixed yet. Uh, so I hope they get it down for Star Citizen because the track record isn't so good this year for multiplayer games. Yeah, you know, and I was listening to another gaming podcast. It was just sort of not a specific to a specific game, but just kind of gaming in general. And they were kind of wrapping up their year, and they said that 2015 or 2014 was just a, in general, a, in their opinion, a really bad game year for games. Does, yeah. Does that make I don't know if you saw any of the glitches for Assassin's Creed this year, Mm-mm. but there were. <laughs> it's actually pretty hilarious. Um, <laughs> on top of like a bunch of game-breaking glitches, there was one glitch in Assassin's Creed Unity where the faces wouldn't load, Ew. but like the eyeballs and mouth would. <laughs> <laughs> so you could see like the entire mouth. And the eyes, but, like, no skin. Yeah. So it's, like, really horrifying, but in, like, a funny way. So it sounds like Gary's mod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, let's hope that 2015 is a better year. Yeah. Um, um, and the last little bit of unofficial stuff, I was cruising around the forums, and I, I came across a really cool YouTube video um, entitled Death Star Destroys Enterprise. And I, I'll put it... Uh, a link in the show notes. So if you guys haven't seen this, definitely check it out. It's pretty hilarious. It's a couple couple minutes long. And oh, it's... you know, I think this was an April Fool's thing. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's the first time I've seen it. But, yeah, um... I saw. I I um. I read IGN like every day, so yeah, I saw this. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like the the fist bump at the end. That's... <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, Chris did not say my name again this week, so um, I submitted another question. And um, as you guys uh, may or may not remember, um, Elite Dangerous officially launched today. And um, it's it's been sort of rocky up to this point. Uh, most recently they've had um, a real uh, a controversy over... Um, what a lot of people sort of considered to be a, uh, a hard promise that that there would be offline single-player play. And um, uh, it was pretty much at the last minute, minute that they came out and said, we can't do it, and so we're not gonna, it's not going to be a part of the release. And so um, at first, you know, people were saying, well, I want a refund, and it just, I guess, it, you know, as these things do in forums and on the Internet in general, you know, it got kind of ugly. Um, yeah, but um, you know it's I, I so I and I, there, there have been some other issues with the game. There's been some um, some uh, some bugs and um, um, you know folks that have been uh, less. And then there's also I'm, I should I want to be fair too. There's been a lot of people that are just very excited and very happy with with what has come out today. So, um, but anyway, I just wanted to uh, 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 post a question. 
uh, for Chris uh, asking if there's anything to be learned from the challenges that Elite Dangerous has experienced leading up to this launch. And uh, normally I try to keep you know the questions I post and you know the the content of the show of this show too. You know like you know what's fun and what's cool. What are we excited about? You know I, I don't like to to be you know uh, complaining about stuff or be unnecessarily pessimistic. But um, I think that for a lot of people that uh, what has happened with Lead Dangerous has sort of uh, killed some of the fun. And so you know just I. I guess I just kind of want uh, uh, Uncle Chris to tell me that everything's going to be okay, and that you know <laughs> it's that uh, all all the fun things that I believe um, are are coming are actually going to be there. So yeah, um, one of the kind of the sad things about Elite Dangerous is that they did get picked up by a publisher, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know what kind of control they have over the game at this point, um, yeah. or how early in development they had control or whatever, but. That's one of the big differences between Star Citizen is that, you know, Chris Roberts has complete control over his game and Elite Dangerous, you know, who knows what what that publisher is telling them to do if they have to keep it online or whatever. Right. But, yeah, that's one thing that, that kind of deters me from um, picking up that game. I think it looks really cool, but, yeah, we'll have to see how it does. Well, visually, it's it's just gorgeous. Yeah, you know, it's it's really um, uh, it's it it has definitely. Well, it's not the same game as Star Citizen, and I you know I like to compare the two or think of the two um, as being competitors. But I think beyond uh, being competitors in the space sim genre, that's kind of where the comparison ends. Um, right. They're not you know they're not really comparable um, on uh, on on any finer level of detail, but um, so anyway, I'll we'll see if, if he if he has uh, if he has a response to that. Um, I don't uh, I don't know. Um, all right, well, so uh, we uh, last week we, we talked on the talked about this a little bit, but I thought um, that you know it is sort of the end of the year and. Um, if you look at the roadmap as it was discussed uh, at CitizenCon, uh, we're still at least a year out from the alpha, the PU alpha. And so just wanted to kind of bounce around. What do you guys uh, uh, see coming in 2015? And uh, what games, um, if uh, any, do you see yourself committing a, committing a significant amount of time to? And I thought was thinking of this sort of like in the context of... Um, maybe MMOs or, or like a game that that's pretty much the game you play. And, I mean, you know, maybe maybe that's not the kind of gamers that you are, um, but sometimes, like, uh, especially with MMOs, if I get into, into the game, then that's the only thing that I do. You know, it's like any gaming time that I have, I spend, mm-hmm. I spend doing that. Like when GTA, whenever new GTA comes out, you know, that's pretty much all I play until I finish the game. Yeah. Um, and then, and, and beyond, you know, so... Um, I don't know what what do you guys uh, see coming up because I I'm anticipating that the Star Citizen is going to become one of these games for me where it's like you know pretty much everything else kind of takes a back burner um, and uh, I'm going to be doing you know that whenever I have a chance to play but for sure we're, we're still a year away from that so yeah well I'm definitely looking forward to the FPS module which we're supposed to be getting you know fairly soon. 
um, you know, within a, a few months. Um, and then obviously the PU probably later next year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, Star Citizen, yeah, pretty much top of my list. After that, I'm actually excited for the new Blizzard game, Overwatch, which oh, is yeah. a competitive sort of like MOBA FPS, mm-hmm. kind of like TF2. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks really cool. You should definitely look up the trailers that they've released. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for that. TF2 is like one of my favorite games, and this this game is cool because each character is like super unique. Like they have, it's not really like you equip a weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, each character just has like a like th- like three different abilities. Um, and you just have to learn how to use those, th- those three different abilities for each character, like a MOBA. Um, mm-hmm. I don't play a ton of MOBAs, but if you do, then you can kind of understand it more. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my second game. And then after that, I think I'm probably going to be playing a ton of Halo 5 when it comes out, but that's probably going to be later next year. Um, but yeah, I'm a big Halo guy, so... That one is going to be big on my list, and I'm pretty stoked to get um, into Halo again. I played a bunch of Halo 4, um, but uh, yeah, and I need to play the Master Chief Collection, but I was just kind of waiting for the the lobby stuff to get fixed. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what I'm looking forward to next year. So is the, um, what, I'm sorry, what's the name of the uh, of the MOBA again? Overwatch. Overwatch. Is that going to be a subscription base, or is it a free-to-play? Or I don't think they've said. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's hard to say. It might be you know straight up sixty bucks, but it might be the kind of thing where you like pay for each character. Okay. Um. I think it'd be. I think it'd be cool if they, if they had like one character you could play per week for free. And they mm-hmm. like cycled that every week or something, and then you could pay for specific characters to keep them forever. Okay. I think that'd be kind of a cool model. Um, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably pay 60 bucks for it. <laughs> but I think the beta is supposed to be coming out pretty soon. I think they may have said January. Oh, but okay. don't quote me on that. Are you on the list for it? I am, yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. Excellent. Uh, Caleb, what do you got uh, coming up? Yeah, I, right now I'm kind of feeling like, well, typically I'm I'm like what you were saying, Gleep, where I'm on one game pretty hardcore and then I go to the next thing, not really a multi-gamer. Um, but right now I'm kind of in between. I don't really know where I am right now. <laughs> and I don't know what's coming out. Like, I, I haven't heard of anything besides Star Citizen that, that I'm, like, really waiting for. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just looking at my Steam wish list, and a lot of it's just stuff that, you know, I haven't gotten to yet. So I, I, I don't know if I just need to go back and play some of these games. Like I haven't, I haven't played Far Cry 4 yet. I haven't played. Um, I want to try Kerbal Space Program. I want to try um, Space Engineers. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of these smaller games that I kind of want to spend some time on, but. Yeah, I don't know if there's something coming up soon that I'm going to want to, you know, spend all my time doing, so it's kind of hard to say. I I have a cousin that played Alien Isolation, and he, he recommended that. Um, and so I also have that one on my list, so I, I really don't know at this point what I'll be doing. I always go back to Guild Wars 2 off and on. 
Um, so I'll probably spend some time there as well. But yeah, I don't know. So it seems like maybe cleaning up your uh, your Steam list a little bit. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I kind of go through that those phases where it's like I'll play um, I play a bunch of games, you know, and I play them as long as they're fun, you know. But as soon as the fun is done, then I move on to something else. Yeah. But the, but then there are, are games that I really get into, and those are usually the games that are more immersive, you know. And it's like you know. When I'm not playing them, I'm thinking about, oh, you know, maybe, well, do I want to equip uh, this particular weapon with this particular spell and stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to having another game like that because I haven't had one like that for a while. Hmm. Um, so, I'm, you know, I'm looking for, uh, for Star Citizen to, uh, to become that. So, um, And I'm hoping that with, the, uh, with Arena Commander 1.0 that we'll start to get more of that if we get a few more maps. Um, that it will be easier to um, to spend more time in there, and also, you know, uh, it'll be easier for us to uh, to play with members of of our organization. So I'd like to, you know, spend some time developing that too, so that when the FPS, or not when the FPS, but when the um, uh, Persistent Universe does get here, that um, we've got uh, you know a good strong organization that uh, can go out and, and have a lot of fun together. Yeah. Yeah. And I still I still want to play um, Elite Dangerous. I want to you know the final release, um, like I said, was today, and um, um, I'm you know I'm excited because it it is uh, uh, compatible with Oculus, and um, people who have played it using Oculus say it's just it, it's even more beautiful with the with the uh, the, the VR. So. Um, uh, I you know I don't know um, well I'll talk about it a little bit when we talk about what we've been playing which um, coincidentally is next so um, since last time John what have you been playing? Um, words with friends. Excellent. How you doing at that? <laughs> uh, I actually won a game recently. Dude, dude like a, you get a triple letter triple word combo. Man, it's like <laughs> it makes your day. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the words I play are, I don't even know their words until I play them, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm not... Should I know what we're talking about? Is this a phone game? No, no, it you're, is. you're actually a cool guy, you should know what we're talking <laughs> yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's true, I've never told you what I play on my phone. Well, you'll, you'll have to wait till it's my turn. Uh, yeah, it, Zynga. Ah, boo. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I feel like phone games could be so much better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I I played that um, Clash of Clans game. Mm -hmm. I played that for a few weeks. um, But I quickly realized that once you start to level stuff up, you have to wait days for things to finish building. And... Paying like real money to get them built faster is just ridiculous. Like you would go through like twenty bucks a week trying to build stuff fast, mm-hmm. and I'm just not gonna pump. Like I don't want to put any money into that. Like no. No. I wish they would. I would wish they would make one of those those kinds of games where you like make a base and you have to work with other people. Mm-hmm. Um. I wish they would make one of those that you paid like five bucks for and then there was no microtransactions because I feel like that kind of game could be pretty cool. And they could even make like a space one, like a Star Citizen one or something. Yeah. Well, that's what I was so excited about uh, Minecraft Realms when it was coming to the um, 
to the iOS and the Android version because I thought this is going to be so cool, you know. Yeah. And I think I think you and John, you and I talked about it a, a year or so ago about maybe starting a Realm server and and uh, and doing that, but it just man, it's just it's so sad the way that that whole thing has just apparently fallen apart, you know. Yeah. Yeah, the I I can't play games on my phone. Mm. I feel like there are types of games that could be great, but they just haven't they haven't fleshed it out yet. Have you played Minecraft on your phone? I played a little bit of it. I I can't play like first person games on my phone. It's just too hard. Yeah. Okay. Um. So and well, have how is your uh, WoW career going? Good. I'm still playing WoW. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Well, did you? Last time I think last time we chatted, you were about to hit level nine or getting close to level ninety, so you could get into the new content. Did the? Yeah, I'm almost eighty-eight right now. Oh, okay, cool. So I should be doing um, Warlords of Draenor um, end of this week. So. All right. Excellent. So that's another fifty bucks I get to spend. <laughs> well. <laughs> We mock because we love, and also we're a little bit jealous too. Because you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's I, I've I've uh, I've I played WoW for you know like six weeks or so, and then I got caught on something else, and you know, and that was like you know five or six years ago. So I was thinking, you know, how cool would it be, you know, now if I had you know a dozen capped characters? Yeah. Well, one thing that really brings me back is I have somebody that I really enjoy playing with. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Well, I um, uh, well, Caleb, no, Caleb, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell us what it, what have you been playing? Sure, um, I've been keeping up on my Archage still. Archage, I've heard it both ways. I, I don't <laughs> even care. What <laughs> you don't even care anymore? <laughs> what happened with the uh, the the server downtime debacle? Oh, uh, which one? <laughs> oh no! Yeah, they've had a really. I'll, I'll be generous and say they've had a really rough launch. <laughs> Ooh, that doesn't sound good. And they launched months ago. Uh, but, yeah, they did compensate for this this latest downtime that was actually um, two days, two and a half, Ooh, something like that. Geez, it was wow. pretty long. Um, but for me, I didn't lose anything. Some people um, lost their property because they weren't able to pay taxes. Um, stuff like that. So, do you have any property? I do have property, but I my taxes were paid, so I was fine. Oh, okay. You have three weeks, so if you lost your property, it's kind of like, well, why didn't you have it paid? <laughs> right. Yeah, and it's right. a lot easier if you use TurboTax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they need to get that integrated. That <laughs> you can't even pay like you can only pay a week in advance but then you have like two weeks until your land is actually demolished after that oh, so okay. three yeah. weeks total so yeah i've been keeping on top of that just making sure i pay taxes and spend my labor points i don't know if you ha- have looked at it close enough but there's labor there's there's a labor system where you earn these points that you spend on doing activities like crafting, um, basically anything that makes money you're using labor for. So if you let it cap out, like if you have the max amount you can get, it just sits there and you're kind of wasting it. So I try to get on and spend it so it's not staying stagnant, but haven't been doing a whole lot in terms of actual fun in the game. Um, been hopping in Guild Wars 2, um, which actually has been kind of fun 
uh, especially because they just launched their Christmas uh, Winter's Day um, pack, whatever you call it. Oh, um, cool! Event. So that was really fun. Uh, just kind of uh, played a little bit today in that, um, and it's even different than last year. So I mean, they they, they don't just paste the old thing in there. It's you know, there's some new stuff. So um, did they bring the toy box back? Yeah, the kind of dungeon where you... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff is back. Uh, I think most of the actual content is the same. There's just some different um, events in the towns. And typically they decorate Lion's Arch, but they, at this point, haven't done that. I don't know if there's plans to closer to Christmas or something, New Year's. I don't know. But um, they've decked out the human town, Divinity's Reach, so oh, okay. it's kind of, kind of different than previous years. Cool, cool. Um, I did pop in Path of Exile because that got, uh, it, well, how do, they, how do they call them? They call them, you join different leagues, like Hardcore or I think the last one was Rampage or something. And so they, they added a bunch of stuff and um, just kind of popped in to see if there was anything cool and popped back out <laughs> but um I, I played that game for a while like about a, a month or two ago so that was quite a bit of fun but um and last i've been playing quite a bit of stronghold actually which i mentioned to you gleep yeah um just to see if you'd played it but have you have you played that john stronghold it's kind of an older game now no i think i've seen it on steam a few times though yeah, very much like um, Age of Empires, that sort of thing. It's a RTS. So I've, I've been playing quite a bit of that, and it's been fun, especially because I, you know, it's kind of have that nostalgia for it now since it's been out for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been cool. And then my phone stuff I need to share because I haven't shared that at all. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and I'm actually fairly new to the smartphone world, so... I'm not as in the know, but what I first found was a game called 2048, just 2048, the number, Mm -hmm. and it's a simple, just kind of boring, addictive game, so... I've played this game before, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I played that and Threes, which is actually the same concept. Okay. Yeah, so it's kind of just a simple little time waster that's kind of addicting and fun. Have you beat it? Yeah, I've got, well... There's not really an end. You get to well, 2048. You're to, yeah, you're supposed to get 2048. And then it lets you keep going. So, yes, I've gotten to 2048. I haven't. <laughs> my, my best score, which I don't really know how it adds up, but my best score is 35,000. If anyone wants to mail in and tell me they've beat me, that'd be cool. <laughs> Excellent. But, um, but the actual game that I was going to mention that I play more now is called True Skate. Um... I used to skateboard a little bit, and I've more recently kind of picked it up a little bit in real life, and I found this game that does a pretty good job at simulating it, so it's actually a pretty good concept for a game, because it is touchscreen, obviously. Um, You're able to manipulate the board with your fingers, and they have two modes. There's a realistic mode and a more arcade-ish mode. The main difference is you stay in the air longer when you jump with your skateboard. Mm-hmm. So you have more time to you know do what you want to do, which is nice. But I actually use it in 
the realistic mode more just because I, I don't know, I kind of like the challenge and I, I try to keep it as real as I can to, and still have fun. Okay, so keep it real, man. Yeah, keep it real. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, it's, I mean, I've played seriously hours and hours of this game and it's, it's really fun to keep learning new things, so. I might have to pick this up. Yeah, if you like skateboarding at all, it's, it's seriously probably the best, you know, besides Tony Hawk or whatever. I used to have Tony Hawk, I think it was Tony Hawk Underground mm. on my Game Boy Advanced. <laughs> and I loved that game. Yeah, they were a lot of fun. I played, I can't remember what it was called, but one of them for PC, like the second one probably. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. Cool. That's my list. Awesome. Well, um, I did play some Arena Commander this week. Um, I did some racing, and I also played some Vandal Swarm. And um, I'm st- I still suck, but um, I'm hoping a little a little bit less than I did before. So. Uh, but I did take my Hornet out, and it's it's a lot of fun. It it's definitely um, more nimble uh, than the um, than I because ha- I had access to a 300i for a while. I think yeah, because when I had the um, the three, uh, the 350R. I had access to a 300i in Arena Commander, and I definitely like the way the Hornet handles better than than that. And uh, so, you know, looking forward to spending some more time doing that, kind of uh, um, working on uh, getting voice attack set up because um, I think that's going to be really helpful. You know, watching some YouTube videos on that and uh, um, uh, Trying to get, trying to get all my con, my. Conf- I'm getting a new keyboard, so I'm I'm uh, trying to get uh, get uh, things squared away uh, for when that happens. It's supposed to come a little bit later this week. And uh, voice attack I, works for like your entire operating system, doesn't it? It does. It does. Okay, work. I might have to get that. How well is like the comprehension? It's good. It's, oh, it's, very, it's very good. Because yeah. there's a lot of stuff that I'd like to do with that. I don't know if you how you would be able to if you could change focus. Um, I haven't tried switching between applications if, if that's what you were thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I guess if you if you said Alt Tab, it might it might do that. Um, huh? That's that's interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was. I have my. I have my computer going to my headphones. But I also have my Xbox going to my headphones, so I can hear both at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was laying in bed watching some Netflix on my Xbox, <laughs> and somebody was messaging me on Skype. So I was hearing these these. It was actually in a group thing, so they were talking to somebody else, but I was still hearing the like Skype sound effects. Awesome. I was like. God, I wish I could close Skype right now. And I was like, oh, man, if I had voice command, I could probably shut Skype just by saying something. You know, I bet you you probably could. But, you know, it's um, it's cheap. I mean, it, it's it's I think the license is like seven bucks. And there, you, but you can also use it in demo mode, I think, for like a week or something. So, yeah, yeah, definitely check it out. Um. And I have been playing Elite Dangerous. I think I mentioned last time that there was an announcement that they were not going to do a wipe um, after the gamma phase. Uh, or today they would have done a wipe if they were going to do one, and they, they decided not to do that. 
Um, so I decided, well, you know, then I actually sort of, for being a backer, I was getting a little bit of a head start. So I thought I, I would go ahead and, and uh, keep playing. And it's been pretty frustrating. Um, it's the progress in the game is driven by making money. And making money seems to me anyway to be unreasonably difficult uh, starting out. Mm-hmm. Um, there is there's a lot of lore um, in that in that universe, and uh, there's a lot there's tons of fan fiction, um, but there's also very rich lore that is actually official, and it's the kind of stuff that would easily lend itself to making uh, an in-game storyline. So, um, you know, it it just it that is there and it's so rich it it, it sort of makes it look like a storyline is missing, you know. So. And so kind of like without that storyline, the, the game sort of feels more like a beta um, mm-hmm. still. Um, or by, uh, by CIG standards, it would be an alpha because, you know, it, it's, um, it's uh, feature complete, but it's not content complete. Um, but, you know, to be fair, and, they've always, and like I say, it's not fair to compare the two games too closely. Um, it is a sandbox game, and, you know, sandbox games do... You know, they they benefit and they suffer from their sandboxiness, you know. Get yeah. sand in your hair and you yeah, sand I know. in your socks. <laughs> and your shorts, you know, and your swimsuit, you know. It's awful. Especially is, in space, yeah. Is the entire universe there for you to explore? I, th- I believe as of today's release, uh, all 400 billion galaxies are, are available. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that's one of the big selling points for it. Because mm-hmm. um, everything that like has been discovered by mankind has been like manually put in as accurately as possible, and then everything else ha- is procedurally generated. Isn't that correct? Well, I think they procedurally generate um, pretty much everything, but they have um, characteristics for a lot of the um, the known universe. Okay. So they're able to they're able to they don't actually handcraft you know like chris chris roberts has talked about they're going to procedurally generate uh some aspects of a planet but that there's going to be like the area where you land they're actually going to have artists go in and sculpt it out how it's going mm-hmm. to look um but then you know other parts of the of the of the territory aren't are going to be generated on the fly so i think that they've like they in elite dangerous they know that this star exists in this location and that it's they know it's it's um, chemical composition so they know what colors it should be and so it will look sort of accurate in that regard um but still i mean 400 billion that's a lot (laughs) um and they um they've i've heard someone who has done a lot of exploring or did a lot of exploring in the beta and the gamma say that um, when you get really far out that uh, it does sort of tend to start looking repetitive but that you know that's that may be just their opinion so I, I don't know yeah. um, so uh, my biggest complaint um, to this point about the game is that there are still a few bugs and this kind of goes back to you know what I was saying about it being sort of difficult getting started and um, where I've experienced these bugs is in trying to land because when you're landing 
if the if the connection with the landing platform and the ship is is not established properly then when you go to land you'll sort of bounce off the landing area into like the sides of the station or what have you and every time you do that you get fined and so like I've managed to accumulate huge fines you know and it's like when I'm making a hundred credits on a cargo run and then I, I, I get a 500 credit fine you know because of, of, of uh, what I I believe is a bug um, you know it's, it's kind of discouraging because like you know it's like I gotta spend you know the you know the next uh, the rest of the day grinding just to get back to where I started so um, but you know it's like I, I don't want to give up on it you know and, and it's um, uh, I'm gonna keep playing it and uh, John and I had talked about the possibility of maybe doing an episode of the show kind of dedicated to uh, Elite Dangerous and, and what we thought. Um, so if any of the listeners have any specific questions or if that's you know that idea is interesting to you, send us an email um, at theversecast at gmail.com and uh, we, can, we can set that up because uh, I do want to give it a fair chance. And, um, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of times the games that start out, you know, kind of like this is not really for me end up being the games that you end up playing like forever. You know, so. And to be fair, David Braeburn says that, you know, they have like a 10-year plan. So this is, you know, this is just the beginning of, of the journey for them. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, um, I think uh, we've um, about covered it. Uh, we went an hour and 20 with very little uh, official stuff to talk about. So uh, I feel pretty good about that. Um, I feel like we could probably do like a four-hour podcast every week if we had the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, uh, before we go, um, uh, uh, for the rest of the year, um, I, I think, Caleb, you're, you're, get, you're going out on the road. So this is kind of it for you for 2014, huh? I've even already opened my Christmas presents. Ooh, what'd you get? But, but yes, I will be gone for the next few weeks. Um, in terms of gaming things, I have two things. Uh, I got some Steam cash, so that's nice. Nice. And I also got a new computer case, which I had mentioned the possibility of. Ooh. And it is very awesome. I did rebuild my computer inside of it this last week. Awesome. So my computer is very happy and pretty. I have an (laughs) NZXT um, H630, which is a, well, they call it an ultra tower, meaning it's a full ATX, and um, it's black. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. Well, um, um, we are going to, I think uh, John and I are going to do a show uh, next Monday, and then uh, after that, we're going to take a break until the 12th of January, so uh, until uh, until we uh, speak to you again, Caleb, you have the happiest of holidays, and I know you're going to be traveling, so please do travel safe. Yeah, you guys as well. Cool. Excellent. All right. Well, um, I am Gleep, and you can find me in the Those Guys with Ships Starship organization. I check the applications daily, so um, please do uh, apply, and we'd love to have you come right along with us. Um, I'm on the, the subscriber forums. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Steam. And how one spells their name is a journey, not a destination. So check the show notes for how to spell mine. <laughs> uh, you can find me at the only Jonto on steam and twitter and i just realized that 
Caleb's supposed to go after Glebe. But no, you're good. I wasn't even looking. I was just like, oh yeah, you go ahead. Um, and I think that's good for links for me. Cool. cool. I am at Steam every day. Katarn. <laughs> also, also on Twitter. I'm at Steam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Steam. <laughs> and yeah, my my Twitter handle is that the right word? I go on there so often. Um, is Katarn87. <laughs> awesome. Well, John, where can they find the podcast? You can find the podcast at theversecast at gmail.com and at versecast on Twitter. You can contact us at both of those locations with questions, comments, anything. Answers. Uh, yes. Anything. If you have, like, random facts, we would like to hear them. Yes, absolutely. Um, <laughs> Stock tips. <laughs> birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> Birthday shout-outs, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, you can join us at our organization at robertspaceindustries.com slash orgs slash versecast um anybody can join we're a casual organization uh you can find us on itunes if you just search for versecast we would really appreciate it if you left us a review there even if you don't use itunes um well, I guess I'm not asking you to go download iTunes just to review us, but... But you should. But you should. You definitely <laughs> should. Um, so, yeah. Review us there. Uh, and I think that wraps it up. All right. Well, fantastic. Until uh, next week, uh, for some of you. Until next year for you, Caleb. Uh, we will see you in the verse. See you later. Bye. Bye.